<laughs> we're in a garage that's ours seemingly so it's okay so this whole idea of there's not really the losing interest in the body isn't uh that isn't the way you know, what it is it's losing interest in the body as a self yeah because the body is just a body but it's being used by the mental state to reaffirm its idea that you're the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. And when all that doer and feeler and taster and thinker and toucher is pictured as the body. So the body is its imaging of claiming to be able to be the doer of all this stuff. It has nothing to do with doing it. Yeah, it's the body's essential. But in a way, a lot of ways, the mental state thinks it's a complete drag. It much rather not need the body, but it needs the body, this body to verify because when it thinks of being the doer, it pictures it as this. Yeah. So every you just notice it during your day. There's seeing and there's hearing, there's feeling, there's tasting and touching. And the seeing gets claimed without our notice usually. And then there's as soon as the seeing is noticed, the feeling, the reaction, which you think is actually the primary position, you don't see it as a reaction. There's a there's the claiming, which is the movement, and the reaction is the feeling of being the seer. Yeah, it's like a sense of self. The sense gets produced by the claiming of activities. Yeah, so there is seeing, there's hearing, there's feeling, there's tasting, there's touching, there's thinking, there's doing. This idea of you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything or see anything is crazy, yeah. But you're not the seer, you're not the feeler, you're not the taster, you're not the toucher, you're not the thinker, you're not the doer. It has nothing to do with negating the activity. It has to do with the idea or the assumption that there's someone that's either be, is doing it or is that being done to by it, yeah. So the idea of that's like you said, it's like a mixed message because you're going on a retreat to, to, to get a sense of being a spirit. Yet the whole retreat, if you look at a meditation retreat, it starts, the aesthetics are usually beautiful in the beginning. Yeah, you walk into the Zendo, it's got really nice wooden floors, usually high sheen. Everyone has the little mat and the little pillow on the mat. Very, and then you have your personal space and you walk in very slowly and you go to your little position and you sit on that, that little uh, pillow yeah? and then you start the process sitting there. And then after a day or two or three, everything's changed. Now there's like four pillows on the little mat and the person's trying to lift the left cheek because the only thing it's thinking about all day is the left cheek is hurting me. So the body dominates the whole event. And after a while, some people just say, screw it. And they just lay down. They're sleeping on the side. They're snoring. And you've got your little <laughs> spiritual pride going, I'm not going to do that. But you want to do it. And you got a big resentment towards them because they're getting about as much as you're getting. We're doing nothing. <laughs> so then about the seventh day, it's like a, you're, you're on a castle of pillows. I don't know where to get it. You've got your, the shawl is now not a shawl. It's up here. Everything, you know, everything that could, a hat is there. And you're just sort of just trying. So basically the dominating experience is a body experience. Yeah. And then you're hearing that you're not a body, you're not a body, but you're spending most of the time 
catering to the body. Yeah. So why not see? The whole point is, and I remember in the course, you know, over years of like looking into stuff, I figured the body is the problem. Yeah. The identification as the body. That's the, that's the nexus of the whole thing. So the Course in Miracles had a lesson, which was you're not, a, you, you could almost like chant it. You weren't supposed to, but I used to do it. And you're not a body, you are free because you're just exactly as God has created me or something like that. So I was doing that pretty religiously because I figured this is it. I gotta be clear about this, but I was, I was chanting, I'm not a body as a body. <laughs> So the more I chanted I wasn't a body, the more reflection that I was a body was being produced. So I wanted it to shrink, but it was getting enlarged. It was a beautiful lesson. Yeah, it happened only a few days after, thank God. It could have been years of it. But I sort of got it and say, Jesus, every time I want to get out, the in seems to be even more dominant. Why, wait a minute. Yeah. So, and I never thought of any other way than getting out. I never realized I could question, are you in? I never had that. That never was an option. I thought I was in to get out of it. His drugs was very, I mean, I could change my feeling in a second. Actually, it was the most efficient manner, but it had terrible consequences. And when I got high, I attracted people in uniform. So it wasn't a good thing. You know, I was going to jail and shit like that. So spirituality, no one's going to break into this meeting. There's not going to be an intervention on you because you're spiritually addicted. They're not. They're not going to say, hey, stop. Stop the video. We got it. Yeah. Square five, you got to go. <laughs> we sent the police over and they, what? What? You, they walk you out. Yeah. And you, what? Give me a DVD. No, no DVD. No fucking book. Nothing like that. You're going to just go on your own. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at least, you know, alcoholics, people stop you. Either the cops or the family or something stops you. Yeah. But here it can just go on and on and on and on and on. So, this idea that there's, you want to lose interest in the body as a body. Believes it can get out of what it's in. It's not something else that's in something else. The in is that. So it's the, the dilemma that AA just be fucking get, come to terms with that. Self cannot get out of self. You, and yet people don't even notice that because they think it's Paul trying to get out of self. And they have a huge story about Paul trying to get out of self. And that Paul was once successful maybe for a few hours or something like that. And, and has a hope that burdens eternal that Paul one day will experience its own absence. Yeah, but there you can't. So self can't get out of self. So when 
the system starts talking about the system and plans an escape from the system, that's the system. You don't go anywhere. And actually, the, the drive to get out is the bigger in, really. Because the in is imaginary. The drive to get out isn't, really. It isn't. You're obsessed with it. That which, that, you know, what's real, what's actually happening is engaged in that activity. But the in that it thinks it's trying to get out of is imaginary. Yeah. But when it's trying to get out of it, that's what's happening in its life. But the, that drive didn't come from anything other than a mistaken idea of what it's in. So why not we just question, are you in? before you go off on these, all these tangents of getting out, yeah? I had never, never, never thought of that idea, ever. And we shared it yesterday about, I did this thing in Australia and they, could, they had a system that could produce cathartic events pretty systematically, pretty, uh, and they had the, held the space for a cathartic event to occur and not get squished or anything or, so it would have a time to sort of bloom and a person would actually have a pretty big effect maybe for a year or so, yeah? So you were going through these cathartic events and basically what level you are was based on the clarity of the cathartic event. So I had this, this one day I went off and I was crying and bemoaning, you know, lifetimes of fucking whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I... <laughs> praying and I, I just kept saying I can never get back as if I left the Godhead or something I can get back and then the people that are watching all the hey he's in the goal line and then they would touch me out like almost a contest <laughs> he was the, I, I was the first person out taken out of the whole event yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had the crown alone until the second one came out a few hours later. So. But there I was. And, you know, were, oh, yes, yes. I'm crying. It's okay. And then a few weeks later, I realized I can never get back because I never left. That was the dilemma. I never left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have the same statement. We never left. <laughs> <laughs> He's been gone for 10, we never left. It was blew my mind, really. I hadn't thought, I didn't ever think like that. Yeah, That's when I started seeing the mental logic as some other manufactured thing. It isn't, doesn't come from me, yeah? It's sort of like saddled. It's, it's like a saddle on me, so to speak. Yeah. It's like a saddle. It's not of me. I could see that every time there's an action, mental state has to find actor. It can't, it cannot take life as a verb alone. As soon as it senses a verb, it makes a noun up. That's how it understands. Yeah. It can't understand that there could be happening without a happener, yeah? It just doesn't equate. And what happens is a lot of times, we still try to work on the system that's failed to really improve it so that be ready. it will never be ready. It won't. Its purpose is not to be ready.
for what you are. Its purpose is to distract what you are into thinking something else or into feeling something else. That's its job in a way. Yeah. The body is just neutral. It's just being used in a way by the state. But the idea of convincing that leaves it's a body that it's not a body, I think is pointless. Just see, yeah, you're not that who wants to convince the body that it's not a body. Just keep stepping one step back wherever it shows up, yeah? Don't confront it where it is. Just step back and see it, yeah? Because wherever you are, wherever you are seeing from, it's going to claim. If you were in the consequential level, that's all you ever saw, it will claim that being you. If you start having more like panoramic views, every time the aperture opens up, it will show up in a second and say, I'm seeing much clearer now. It's, yeah, it's not the seeing, it claims the seeing. Yeah, the awareness or the, let's say you get hit with a, a realization, that realization is pure and clear, then it becomes your realization, yeah? which hides the real realization which is needed is which is it, it's there's no you yeah now you have a more weight on it because you are just had a huge revelation yeah that revelation was put to use in a very mutated way to reinforce the thing that it actually real isn't so it now fosters a more so-ness to that thing yeah so you have to, if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. If you don't heed the warnings and then allow them, because they're in now, they're in. You've been served the spiritual subpoena. You are going to see what you used to look from. You are. You're going to see it because you know it's in you. You know that you're before all this shenanigans. You do. You just haven't been, first of all, the life of self-centeredness, it limits possibilities unbelievably. Yeah. And the possibility of being free is just, well, you were maybe free when you were a kid or you will be if you do all this shit. It's never an immediate uh, fact. It's always a, maybe a hopeful possibility. You were free when there was no one. But that was because you, you had parents and you were being taken care of. If you were in that same position, your parents, you would be so fucked up, you know, or like people say, innocently or truly is. Oh, Paul, you can only live the way you're living because you don't have kids. Yeah. Well, that may be true and it may not be true. Yeah. Because the idea of putting a condition on something that's unconditional. Yeah. Doesn't work well. It's reinforcing a pledge of allegiance to the old system. The old system wants us to be straddled or fucking blinded. Yeah. And just so you can, you will see you'll enlarge crumbs as a big fucking deal, but you're in a form of slavery. The head is completely occupied usually about what's not happening. Yeah. And I've seen the power of it where people will be on a certain day and their day is totally destroyed by August 15th. And the day is July 26th. And I'm sitting there because I'm in a situation where people can share at an AA meeting and a person's can sharing that they're totally screwed up. And how can you help something that's caused by an imaginary condition? Yeah, if you help, you're reinforcing the imaginary condition. So, and then, so your idea of help gets revised. Yeah, because if you, were, if you 
respond to an imaginary problem, you've made it real in a sense, because we are the reality. As the Course says, it doesn't say you and I are in a dream. It says you and I are the dreamer. Yeah. You and I are the dreaming of this dreaming. We're not in the dream. The object is dreamt. Yeah. The idea of being in the dream is from an objective point of view, an object's point of view. Yeah. But in, from the dreaming point of view, there is no body. It's an appearance like everything else is. What we are is of nothing. We are not of thing. What appearance is, is of thing. Yeah. And the appearances of thing and the addiction to a thing and then being addicted to all other things is the way that which is always available at all times gets disguised right now. Yeah. Like the fish doesn't know it's in water because it's never been out of water. Yeah, it has no way its mental logic can compare the absence and the presence because presence is always present. There's no absence in it. So you can't go, oh, I know I'm feeling better because I was feeling worse. Yeah, because most of the day you don't know what's going on, do you? How are you feeling? I have no fucking idea. The feeling is going on. It's, how are you feeling? I have no idea. <laughs> And checked in for a few hours. You know what I mean? Because anytime you see how you're feeling, you're going to be feeling different in a second or two. Yeah, things, it doesn't, it's not static. Oh, I've had the same feeling for 30 years. No, you fucking haven't. <laughs> so this idea is simple. Non-duality does not really necessitate a great understanding of what you are. It necessitates an understanding of what you're really. It has the incredible fact that you find out what already is once you get out of the head of what you're not, yeah? So let's describe what it looks like not to be. And if it fits, yeah? And, it, and that fit has come with a little memo saying, yes, not of you, <laughs> so that you put the understanding together, you're fit, because the head will go, oh, I feel it. No, that's not of you. Yes. This is a description. We're not describing what we are. We're describing what we're not. Yeah. It's an activity. It implies something that has never, nor will ever be. And it says it already is. It convinces us by the selfing that you already are a self. It doesn't say you're in the, the late stages of becoming self. It says you are one right from the get-go. So you've lost, just like in Catholicism, you basically lost because there was original sin and it's a mortal one. So you're fucked. <laughs> There's no way you as an action figure can erase the original sin. That's what set them up in a beautiful career because <laughs> we need a middle person to deal with God because we're fucking lo we've lost. We've we're from original sin. I mean, this is a men this is a mind trap on a high level. <laughs> How are you going to run the race if they before you get you lost? <laughs> you lost this. Yeah, I know you got to run, but you fuck, it means nothing. You lost. <laughs> so Ramana explained it, Ramana Maharshi, we have a picture of him down here. He should be way, way up here, but it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. So Ramana had this thing that really hit me when I was into looking into this stuff, yeah? 
the non-duality was presented and it made, it threw a wrench in the mental logic. And nothing, most things would fit themselves around the mental logic. Most other modalities would fit themselves around the mental logic. This one didn't, it just, it basically brought in stark contrast. The idea of non-duality was not an idea from the mental logic, that was for sure. Because all the ideas from the mental logic come included with me, where non-duality was a negation of me. Right from the, by saying being ourselves, we don't think we're reality unless the reality is separate things running around in a temporal world that this huge production was for an 80 year fucking sitcom or something, you know, or like a soap opera from the, you know, in the afternoon. Would you really think they would go out with so much production value to make a commercial? All about me, really? I don't know, it just seems weird. Yeah, it does, it does. I feel, and then all the experiences I ever had they're not in a pile in the closet. I don't know what the fuck happened. Everything seems to come and go, but there seems to be something that lasts. Now, I can't say it's the body because I look completely different than when I was a kid and it's looking like it's going, you know. <laughs> but that which is seeing doesn't have changed one bit. And that seeing doesn't seem to be uh, prejudice or bias because I was seeing on the worst day of my life just as well as I was seeing on the best day of my life. The awareness didn't, uh, you know, cheerlead the best day and boohoo the worst. It was just on. And while I was appearing on its screen, it noticed it to some point. Basically, it has a clamp of an aperture called self-centeredness because it's, so it's not much is getting out and a lot's getting brought into this little silo, this myopic view. But basically, there's that sense of the panoramic. Yeah? Yeah. And if you have a traumatic event like a you know, car accident or something, all the fear was before the car accident. During the accident, there's no fear. You're there, completely there. And there's no, the thoughts don't seem to be even happening. They're just there. You know, I remember I flipped on, I hydroplaned on 17 on a rainy night. And my thing was, when it started to switch, it was like everything slowed up. I was just twiddling my thumb, waiting to hit the, the you know, the guardrail. I said, I'll know how bad it is when I hit the guardrail. So, it's like it was like three months. It was, uh, <laughs> it was like oh, it was so much space and time, you know. And then I hit it, and it wasn't so bad. But then these oncoming cars. But you know what I mean? There was no fear there. Yet there's tons of fear about that incident in the future. But there was no fear in the incident. The fear sh checks out. Same thing when I got run on by the car. I have no memory of that. I've gone in dreams to it. I have no idea about it. So basically, the head that probably led me to that position split. <laughs> let me, let me, let me maybe hold in the bag, you know, and then become aware of a, a new, you know, laying in a hospital bed for fucking 10 months. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a real strong feeling of the, the, the prana, the life force almost out. Yeah. And then I felt a big space. And then I heard the head was very, it was up in the corner, like, like a little fucking whatever. 
China, yeah, but it was very, it didn't have much volume. You know, it's but it's also what you've done. <laughs> Something like that. Fuck now. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> it's just incredible. It was so weak, but but uh <laughs> but I know that the life was almost out. I could feel that the candle was really low. There wasn't much spark there. Luckily, I was young when it happened. Yeah, I would have been gone. But uh, <laughs> so the message is simple. We'll get back to what Ramana, he says, I read some of the stuff that people wrote about Ramana's teachings. And I'd find that this was mentioned in almost every one of them. It may have been said a little bit differently, but the importance of it was com completely uh, highlighted, which was the greatest mystery the problem, yeah. And the its statement went like this. It was, there's a presupposing a non-existent thing, which let's say is the body, yes? Because you've seen a body. So when I was nine, my father died. My mother brought me to the wake. I wasn't that excited about that, but I went to the wake and then she said, you want to say goodbye to dad? I didn't want to do that either, but I got up, went to the coffin. And when I saw him, you know, it wasn't him, it was my uncle, another uncle, but the same experience. I saw the body and I knew it wasn't my father. Yeah. The body was completely there, but he wasn't. Yeah. So if it was the body, he would have been gone. You know what I mean? There would have been something there, but you could, the body was sort of the Toyota and you were going to the Toyota as your dad, but the dad was the passenger, so to speak. And the passenger is the same passenger in this Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it then. It didn't have much impact, but later on it did because I saw that's not him. Yeah. So there was a clear idea, but I, I wasn't in the condition of seeing it. This is not me. Yeah. It's sort of like someone once called me and said, I've lost my ego, but everyone else's ego is bothering me. <laughs> it was sort of like that. I saw it as an example. But what got the example was the problem. It was still an act of identification that I was under, overwhelmed by. Yeah. Until I heard this message. Yeah. yeah, it was like an unspoken yes. First it was novel. Then they started to say certain things like this, this presupposing of this non-existent thing. Uh, wanting to uh, have salvation for the non-existent thing, yeah? Obviously, the non-existent thing must be taken to be something that's existing for you to want exist, uh, salvation for it, obviously, yeah? So the non-existent thing is the body. That which is existence yeah, is not the body. It's animating the body. The mental state makes a little mistake. It believes the body is the spirit. Yeah. And the body. And now I want to be saved or I want salvation as this body, while all along the body is a non-existent thing. So basically, I'm using what is the essence of salvation, which means there's no need for salvation because it is a non-existent thing. Yeah. You don't need salvation for or from a non-existent thing. And if there is salvation from a non-existent thing, it's immediately available because the thing is non-existent. 
No, it says presupp there's a presupposing a non-existent thing wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. If this is the situation we're in, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Because most people are under the illusion that their spiritual practices is destroying this non-existent idea, but it's actually doing the opposite. It's reinforcing the non-existent idea. That's one of the things that's a seamless presentation in non-duality, and you'll see it tons of places. Yeah, you'll see it. Just like Huang Po, the great Zen master, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. He puts the whole hybrid to rest. Yeah, whatever can be perceived right now, all these bodies cannot be that which is living. Yet the head, all day is premised and based completely on the opposite. It is that which is perceived is what's perceiving. So Paul is the seer. Paul is who's conscious. Paul is this. Paul is the one who's aware. When that's not the case, yeah. a lot of people now want to be masters of making it a little easier to live in that condition. But non-duality is questioning the condition itself. Nothing wrong with trying to ease the, the effects of the condition. It's like we say, hey, if the house is on fire, yeah, and you're in it, you don't want to hear the message, there is no house, there is no fire, yeah, and there's no you in it. You're burning up, you want a pail of water. It has importance and value. But at this point, this little fish stall, it isn't about that. It's about questioning the condition, yeah, because it's that condition and the meaning flows through that condition, affects everything else that we're experiencing. We're giving everything all the meaning it has. And all that meaning is being funneled through a mental logic. That's fucking completely illogical. Yeah? So the seamlessness of the statement, the seeker is the sort, where usually the story is the seeker and the sort. Yeah? That's usually the relationship. When you're on the spiritual dance floor, you're the seeker and there's the sort and you're trying to get together and have union, yeah? But it's so beautiful. The non body says the seeker is the sort. It just cuts the whole dance theater off. Yeah, the seeker is the sort. St. Francis, what's looking is what you're looking for. You would say, what an arrogant motherfucker. He is, yeah. He's assuming Everyone's looking for what's looking. I'm looking for a, a mate. I'm looking for shoes. I'm looking for this. But ultimately, everyone is looking for what's looking. Yeah. But they're using what's looking to look for it. <laughs> By the misidentification, not a misidentification, any identification misses. Because when it comes to being something, there's no identifying with it. You don't, there's not like a preliminary stage where as what you're not, you now become identified with being, you are being. There's no preliminary where you're identified with being, you are being. Yeah. There's no time. There's no time in a journey to nowhere. Yeah. If you, if you, if you go off and you arrive at the distant shore, and the recognition is upon having never left, no time had gone. Time is just a construct, yeah? Just like at night, if you have a dream 
of a five second gulp of a Slurpee. And the next night you have a dream of 300 year epic of you as being a woman, a man, prince. You're never a fucking like Cooper scooper or, or cobbler. You're usually a prince or some fucking great knight, but you know, <laughs> 300 years. How long does it take to wake up from both? Does the 300 year dream to make 30 day wake up where the five second will be, you'll wake up immediately? No, because when you wake up, time had nothing fucking to do with it. It has a lot to do with it in the dreaming, but when you wake up, time has nothing to do with it. I'm saying, even though time seems to have something to do with it, at the same time, in no time, it has nothing to do with it now. You don't have to wake, wait till you wake, wake up, you're awake now. Yes? Dreaming can go on when there's because dreaming is a content activity and awakeness is the context. Dreaming is of a manufacturing of time, yeah, of appearances. What we are isn't manufactured. It just is, yeah? So it comes in a flash or like a thief in the night because it surprises us because we believe something has to take time to become so but not this, because you're not becoming it. You are it. Yeah? You are it. So all of us, while we're looking for the moment of awakening, we're awake at that moment, looking. <laughs> the moment you're looking for the awakening, you're awake. That's our nature. It's not like you're awake when it's a good day or when you're in the right circumstances and everything's going well. You're awake. That's it. Ah, uh, well, I don't know about that. All right. How long does it take you to see when you wake up in the morning? Did you get a message? All right, get ready. You're going to wake up at nine, so start, start waking up first, you know, <laughs> whatever you would think. Hold on. There's 30, there's 30 steps to wake up. No, you just open your eyes. And even if you, before you open your eyes, you're, you're like a roaring behind the eyelid you know you know what i mean there's it's not like the void there's a fucking awakeness there and then you and every, how did you all get here so fast you know explain this and does that does that event demonstrate any thought of what you want to call it consciousness or awareness whatever that onness that's always on does it demonstrate effort and thought to be always on? If it doesn't effort or thought, would it not always be on? No, it has no effort or thought. So why would you believe effort and thought will bring you to that which demonstrates no effort or thought? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't show all the qualities that we're thinking are great to have to get there, but the getting there doesn't show any of those qualities. Not sweating, it's looking out. It's just on. Yeah. And thank God you there's no light switch. You fucking because you would definitely turn it off to see what it because you want to have the experience of being on. You do. We want the experience of being on which predicates a long stretch of feeling off. 
usually. Yeah, this has no, there's no uh, volition involved. You're not turning this, there's no switch. It's on. You don't, put, you don't regulate the lights. <laughs> the head resists the hell out of it. Tries to make it something that isn't so now by obsessing about what was so and will be so. But it can't really, this elephant in the room can't be forgotten. <laughs> it's just, you know, like Ramana says, it's like your head is in the tiger's mouth. You thinking, oh, I'm just playing around with this idea. You'll go into the fucking digestive system. You're in it. Yeah, the spiritual subpoena has been served. Yeah. It's a matter of no time, but it may take time. But it has, the matter is of no time but it may take time because a lot of the balloons of conditions and requirements may have to be popped. You're probably not going to do it. So life will. So you walk around and then another one will go and another one bites the dust, so to speak. And the shit and that's what non-duality does. It gives you a very simple understanding being ourselves reality. And then it sees what it brings up out of the weaves. And then you, Really, the great understanding is you see all the misunderstandings. You do. And there's many. This thing is a house of cards. And the floor is cards. There's no solid foundation other than us believing it, really. We are the solid foundation taking ourselves to be a house of cards. So there is a solution, like you say, in the and the solution, seriously, like, there doesn't need to be an understanding of relief. There's relief, and then an understanding gets cooked up. Yeah, the relief is the essence. You finally get relieved of the bondage of self. And then the misunderstandings go through a review and a revision. And now you have a working understanding like Zen would capture it with, you'll see blue is blue and red is red. Yes. It's just the obvious will be obvious. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I swallowed this red pill or the blue pill, whatever. <laughs> it was a neutral color. There's no color non dwelling it's a placebo, actually, because you're already that. So it's a fake placebo. But sometimes you go to got to go to satsang and shit like that to feel like you remembered something. But it's not true. Nothing has changed, nor will it. Yeah. And why, if you're going to be bouncing around a lot, why not, you know, see the basis? You know, Self-centeredness is a, a failed system completely. It's very myopic, yet it's vicious and it's jealous. It doesn't brook any other God before it. It's like the Old Testament. You know, the description of God in the Old Testament sounds like the head quite a lot to me. I brook no other God put before me and I demand fucking kill something for me, whatever. It sounds like my head. It's my head all day. I think it was. I think they were listening to the head and they called it God. And then Jesus came and fucking sussed it all out and said, no, you know, you know, no. Insane. Let's move on to the New Testament. 
we need a whole new understanding here. <laughs> That's not God talking to you. <laughs> Kill your firstborn child. What the fuck? <laughs> this is about sacrifice and martyrdom to what? No. So simple message, really. If you stay with it, well, you can't be far from it, really. But it'll get in when it wants. And it's sort of like in recovery, we have the thing where people are sober for 20 years and uh, they think it's all over, but the parasite was just been dormant. It was just waiting for the right condition to appear. Well, in a way, this unsuspected resource is just waiting for the right condition. Maybe it's a satsang. Maybe it's a number of satsangs. Maybe it's a an event, maybe you read a certain book, who knows? Maybe you run into a person, but it doesn't need a huge traumatic trigger. It could be very simple. And it could be a cascading effect. You know, you'll hear one, you hear another, and then suddenly some light goes on and you realize the room you live in is a much bigger mansion, so to speak. Yes? And so you start allowing life to be as big as it wants to be, really. I mean, we're playing it really small, hugely small. And small can be great, but there can be hugeness and smallness. You can really be here in a small little situation. Yeah, so so you know the problem from the solution. When you get relief, you know why you didn't have relief. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, and to me, it's an act of being identified as self. And there's no guilt for you to do that because you are not doing the act of being identified as self. It's not a volitional act. It's a mental act, almost like a uh, mechanical. So the mental state claims what's happening, which is living and, and makes a story of, which is your life. Yeah. So it's puts it and inserts a noun and populates the verb with nouns, but this one noun goes through a process. So let's say there's all these nouns called yous, a you, yeah? And then it becomes you, and then it's coronated as me, which is unbelievable. Once a you is seen as me, forget it. <laughs> then it's in a sense of terminal uniqueness, and wow, it's pretty incredible, yeah? The light never comes in because you're the light and that doesn't seem to be going out. Yeah. So maybe you're craving for some light to come in and maybe you will see that, but eventually you realize you're the light. Yeah. You've just been looking through a very myopic little view. Yeah. So I think the only thing that's necessary is the possibility. You haven't heard one. So this is what satsang does. It provides a possibility. And this possibility demands the, the, the least amount of effort because it's, it's a disarming message. It's meant to disarm one, not to, it's not a call to arms. You're going to sit on the sideline, you. You're not going to be the, the, the tip of the spear. Yeah, there's going to be a loss of interest in you. And that's the freedom from the bondage of self, a loss of interest in you. You cannot do that as you. If you try to lose interest in you, that's more of you. These are the warnings that are encrypted in all messages of non-duality. You can't use yourself to get out of the self. You can't do it. Yeah. If you set out on a course to 
lose interest in self, that's interest in self. Yeah. If that which is playing God, here's the message. You got to quit playing God and now tries to quit playing God. That's playing God. Ad infinitum. It's never going to work. Yeah. You don't, that which is playing God, the head is not going to quit playing God. You're going to quit the head. Yeah. And so instead of having it run the whole zoom, it will be in a little square. Yeah. And the square will get smaller and smaller as his voice tries to get louder. And then you'll be more attracted to what's going on in the rest of the bigger square because it isn't about you and them. The biggest square is us, that space. And then you lose interest in Paul. Yeah. And you lose interest in the body as self. You don't lose interest in the body. The body actually thrives with a little less interest, I feel. Because when it's taken as self, it's way too much for the body. The body doesn't do well as the center of the universe. It seems like too much of a demand to become a chariot to the gods. It's not going to be your vehicle of transcendence. It's a fucking Toyota. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it has a short shelf life. It's got, I'm going to use you to go to eternity. What? I last 80 years. I'm definitely going to fail you in this process. So, yeah, the interest gets waned off of that. And then this starts to thrive in a lot of ways. Yeah. I found, we share it a lot, but I found my vested interest in being healthy was part of the illness, really. I had too much of an interest. I remember when I was young, trouble in my gut for a long time i got introduced to macrobiotics in a very exotic way to eat uh miso soup a lot no water mantra tea no drink any liquids really pretty much i went into saunas i didn't have a sweat 220 not no there was no liquid in my body i was doing it so extremely but i noticed that all day my attention was completely on my intestines seeing how i was doing it was fucking insane. This thing was like the, you know, the magnifying glass burning the bug while I was looking at it. I didn't realize my focus was so magnified. It was doing a terrible thing to what I wanted to promote. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? After you see about eight examples of it. And they're not little crescendos. They're big waves. You see a big wave in your life and you see the whole pattern of how, what, how that wave got extended, what caused it. And you see, as we say in AA, hey, so it's on your toes, seemingly provocation, yes? But if you, but you will invariably find, if you look into it, that there was a decision made on by self, you know, you, or on self. Either you made a decision on self or fear that put you in a position to be hurt, yeah? It never fails if you want to look. So instead of concentrating on what everyone's done to you, you see your role in it. Yeah. And if you see your role in it, you'll see that's not your role in it. Yeah. You were the you were that which was driven by the hundred forms of fear. You were not the driver of the hundred forms of fear. Yeah. Something else has been running the show yeah. while you were all along thinking it's you. And every time you meet it, you call it me. So it has carte blanche, yeah? but it has a different agenda. It actually has a different pulse. Yeah, it feels completely different. Just like if you see someone you knew in recovery and they go out, their whole facial structure can change and their eyes are fucking completely different. 
you thought you knew the body for 20 years. One day of going out, they look completely different sometimes. There's, there's a no driver there, yeah? It's the same old driver. So, yeah, there is a solution. And when in non-duality, if you arrive at the solution, the solution is there was no problem. That's the solution in non-duality. Most other solutions need the problem to stay a solution. This doesn't, the solution aspect of it disappears as soon as you arrive there. <laughs> when you're in the problem, you need a solution. When you arrive at the solution, there was no problem. Now, a lot of people want to keep chanting, there is no problem as the problem. That doesn't work. You can't, I don't think you can use non-duality as a way out or something. Yeah, you just, it, you, in a way, non-duality just talks about the idea of being in something. It's not a very skillful means to get out of something unless if realizing you were never in it is the most skillful means, which I would think is, yeah. If you realize you were never in it, then there are all these methodologies of getting out of it aren't that valid, you know, they're not useful anymore because you're not in it, yeah. Isn't that incredible? And if you're on the money, if the bet was put and it's on the right, you know, number, it's it's instantaneously a fact, and it grows in you. You that assurance and that sense of relief becomes the basis you live from instead of the thing you're trying to get to. You actually have a relief, yeah. And there's an assurance in the relief. Faith, yeah, faith. Like it says here in this course, I wanted to read that sentence because uh, it explains. You can apply it to AA perfectly. He says in this one sentence, uh, first of all, the one sentence, he says, the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah. So the brain is what's taking in the information and it's collating it to fit the body, to reinforce the body story. So when you're feeling like a body and then you'll hear that you're not a body, it sounds impossible to the body. That it's not a body because that's the program. That's how the body stays identified as. Yeah. So he says here, let me see. I'll lose this. Yeah. Denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. This is this. This is it. Yeah. This is the act of being identified as self. The other thing is. So denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. When what is this faith? It's not, it's not a faith. I'm not firm in Judaism that I am something else. It's faith. It's a force, sort of like gravity. Yeah, I believe it's like a force. What's the other ones? Is gravity is like four of them or something. I would say faith is one. And when someone says they have no faith, there's faith in that. Yeah, so faith is... Uh, plays a role all day, every day. So it's saying here, denying what you are. If you ask anyone being, let's say, Tommy or Chris today, uh, hey, bro, you're in the act of denying what you are. You know what? You know, fucking give me that latte, shit. That's <laughs> the sugar. What the fuck are you talking about? But see, we're not seeing that phase of it. Yeah, we're not, we don't see the denying what we are. What we feel is going on, and it seems to be called us, is 
affirm in faith that you are something else. Yeah, this idea, this image. There's something else that you have made to be yourself. So basically, like it or not, it was, you can say it was invited or whatever, but something's taken over the show. Yeah, there's something else. Okay, so firm in faith. See, denying what you are is based on having firm, have firming, firm faith in this something else. Yes, that's the, the denial of what you are can't go anywhere unless there's faith in this something else. Yeah. The, the punch of denying what you are has to be coiled by that. It's got, that's what gives it the whack is that you're in, you have, you're in firm in faith that this, you're the something else that you have made to be yourself. I would say it has made itself to be yourself. I don't think you did it for anything. I don't. So you, that you have made to be yourself. Oh, all right. So this something else that you have made to be yourself becomes your sight. So basically, we're walking around in a world, let's say, of darkness, and we're relying on this something else to speak us through it, to get us through. Yeah. Oh, well, it's sunlight. It's day. I'm not talking about that. The way we look is pretty myopic and pretty blind. We don't even know the difference between excitement and anxiety. Yeah, people are excited to go on the vacation. They're fucking thinking it's anxiety about Hawaii. What the fuck? Anxiety about Hawaii? It could be too hot. Oh, terrible. There's water you can jump in. Oh, we may be too far. It's just crazy shit. So, so just try to see this. It's, you can see uh, a building block. And all the building, even though it may be big or small, the wall is made up of the same pattern. It's the brick of a wall are always the same pattern. They always have the same stamp, yes? And it's a, goes again, it's a mental logic. It's a mental logic that if there's a doing, there must be a doer. If there's a seeing, there must be a seer. If there's a feeling, there must be a feeler. It can't let feelings alone. It can't not touch it. Yeah? It's not you. It's mechanical. It comes in contact and it makes it. It uses it to make something else. doesn't create anything because this is the world of appearance. It's appearing to be so. It is not so. It doesn't create shit. It makes stuff. Yeah? It makes an appearance in this activity. And while you're in the act of denial of what you are, you're definitely taking a lot of false evidence to be appearing real. Yeah? And the head is presenting a lot of false evidence and it appears real to us. The us that is something else. Yeah? It doesn't appear real to us as the course would say, from, if you were seeing it from your real vision, there would be, you wouldn't need to do shit, but most of us aren't. Yeah, we're trying to look at it from it. We're trying to understand self from self. <laughs> there would be no need to understand it or very little understanding seeing it from what we are. It wouldn't be, it would be a mute case. Yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> so, all right, 800 different gymnastic moves. I'm still not that. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, bring out the Wallapalooza. I'm not that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's... You got one answer, one posture. I'm not that. 
But watch, watch this. I'm not that. I'm not that. Yeah. <laughs> so denying what you are, firm in faith that you are something else. This something else that you have made to be yourself becomes your sight. Yeah. Yet it must be the something else. I got this page ripped off. The something else that sees and as not you explains its sight to you. It sounds like what we're sharing, does it? Why would you have any reason to doubt it? You've made it to be yourself. You said, hey, you take over. And all right, I don't really want to deal with what's happening. Tell me what's happening. All right, I'll tell you what's happening. Well, that was, that was, his, no, it was. It's more important what happened and what's going to happen. All right. Why should I question you? Because you failed completely for why? Yeah. It's me. So it's pretty clear. It says, all right. And then it says that sees and that is not you explains its sight to you. And he says here beautifully, your vision, what we are, awareness, right? Would of course render this quite unnecessary. Yeah. A quality that's right there, right now at all times would render all this fucking shit quite unnecessary. You don't have to go over it and fucking kill it and have it resurrect, kill it again, resurrect, kill it, bury it deeper every time, try to rehab it, whatever. You would see it as not you. And there would be a sufficient enough loss of interest that you'd travel lighter. Yeah? And then if you represent sort of like a Petri dish, a lot of shit that thrives in your condition right now wouldn't in the new condition. It wouldn't, yeah? Because the acidicness that these things like vindictiveness, revenge, you know, thinking people are out to get whatever, yeah? All that stuff needs a certain condition to thrive in, yeah? Like a Petri dish. This sufficiently allows a change where we go alkaline and maybe like, you know, service, you know, maybe like, uh, you see the similarities, not the differences, shit like that start becoming the new norm of seeing. And after a couple of months, you realize you're on to something. And you realize completely as this, that you have nothing to do with it. That's very important. Because its little mental arm can't reach that far back to claim being the seeing of itself. <laughs> it just has a, I think it's not a, the programming runs into a state of humility it just realizes i don't have anything to do with it you know all right i get you know you saw it <laughs> now let's go keep masturbating that the emperor has clothes on you saw it but let's keep on going because it just it just keeps on going but now the volume can't reach its height because you're not turning the volume up you've lost interest now that interest is going into light maybe how you contribute to it. But, and the whole really, one of the big pivots of recovery is losing interest in self and knowing that you as self cannot lose interest in self. Yeah? And yet, but there can be a loss of interest in self. You not wanting to lose interest in self does not mean there cannot be a loss of interest in self. Losing interest in that is that there's a loss of interest in self. Yes? Yeah. yeah. You can't lose interest in that as that, but you're not that. That's the whole premise of non-duality, is that you are a different basis. Yeah, you're not gonna try to change this to come here. You have never not been here. 
Yeah, and you're gonna see that. Yeah, so instead of looking for what you are from what you're not, you're gonna look from what you are, what you are as, and see what you're not, switches around, yeah? Instead of looking for what you are as what you're not, you'll see what you're not looking for what are from what you are. You'll see it. It doesn't have 8,000 different tricks. It has a few and it repeats constantly. It does. It doesn't have a huge array of potentiality. It just does one thing, claims, yeah? And then inserts a noun. No matter how many verbs are there, it'll find a place to put a noun. And then suddenly the emphasis leaves the verbs and it's in the noun. And now instead of like, life's happening to me, the whole thing, yeah. And that weight gets heavy on people, life's happening to me. You can see a lot of injustice in that, yeah. But when you see life's happening, you see a lot of injustices fall on a lot of people, yes. And uh, hey, why does it have to be? Why not, does it, yeah. It's like some guy shared the other day, I like, he says, you know, this sense, this unique sense of having alcoholism or alcoholism having you, millions of people have been taken over by alcoholism. It's not a unique event. Tons of people are taken over by addiction right now. They're not fucking a unique, you know, one of a million, no, tons of us people. <laughs> yeah, but Part of the disease is the sense of personalness and all the sense of uniqueness. You're special. You're the only one who has this situation. That's baloney. It's bullshit. Yeah, a lot, most of it is. Yeah. So it would be great if it was giving you all that you were looking for, but it doesn't. It promises a lot, but doesn't deliver much. Yeah. So perhaps there's a better way. Thank you. Anyone? Oh, you want to ask? You want to have a question here? We're going to have some torm tournaments if you want to stay. We've got the foosball and the ping pong. <laughs> yes, yeah. There'll be some uh, some illegal betting going on. Yeah. Uh, I was going to mention your comment about you know, Jesus saying, hey, no, it wasn't like that. But you know, we've got the course now. It's like, no, Jesus wasn't meaning that. <laughs> we got all the, all the guilt stuff in the course. A lot of course we love. Oh, yeah, it's a big iceberg of guilt. You know, but <laughs> it's really there. Yeah, so um, it doesn't matter how you hear it, it's the hearing of it. Yeah, it can be said in Arabic or, you know, slang or anything. It's hearing. It's, 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 uh, that bell, it rings. You'll remember it's rang before, and there'll be a certain sound to that ringing that you'll know to be true. You'll have assurance. It's not a leap of faith. The leap of faith is in the head. Yeah. When the head gets minimized, uh, there's ample evidence, you know, of relief and traveling lighter and the eyes to see tons of coincidences. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to really the head would have to be super stubborn not to finally begrudgingly admit that something's afoot because it's pretty obvious. Yeah, things are going on. Yeah. Something is doing for us what we're going to do for ourselves. I mean, why not, you know, 
expand on that idea. Yeah. All right. Any questions, Mike? There. No hands. Oh, that's great. Everybody's frozen. Yeah. I think they're getting Everybody, every single body's here is frozen. They haven't. Frozen. Oh, here I know. That's right. They finally arrived at the perfect Zen posture. <laughs> <laughs> I can't move. That's right. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? Don't you forget your body quite a lot when you're doing something you like. Like surfing or something. There's no. There's so much time you're not of the. It's just, but it's never remembered much, and then if it is remembered, the glory is given to the water or the surf or something. But it's us. Yeah. The surf was used to tease something out that's already there. It didn't produce anything new. Yeah. Yeah, when you just really deeply laughing it's hard to it's yeah. totally completely a lot of time but the thing is if it if a miracle occurs it forgets it in 20 minutes and then it, it latches on to a resentment and it breathes life to, into it for 40 years it's got a bias it thrives in the acidic and it's so it's its agenda is to go that way it doesn't want to go to the alkaline because it doesn't you know yeah. The thing has a base, it's, a, it's inherently anxious because it's not true. Always anxious because it's true. It knows it's of an appearance. Yeah. So it's always on the lookout of being caught. It's very uncomfortable. Well, yeah, because the thing is, it's presenting something that's not so. So it's just like, you know, when people lie and then their whole life, they have the movies where the lie keeps going and it's fucking incredible. Well, yeah. And then they're telling the truth, but based on 20 lies. <laughs> so wait a minute. Is that telling the truth? You know, telling the truth is, well, I'm not the liar, really. But then you cop to all the lies and you make the amends. How can you do a fearless and thorough inventory if you have a vested interest in, in the survival of that which you're inventory? No, you're not going to do a fearless nor a thorough. It doesn't have any attention, intention to have you see everything. It doesn't. That's why most people go out at the fourth step in AA. Mitch, you're in AA? Yeah, so in the fourth step in AA, if you look at a sociological study of AA community, most people generally agree that people go out four and nine, yeah? They go out before the inventory and before making amends. Because obviously you're living for your face instead of your ass. So you don't wanna make amends to people and admit you were wrong. And then the fourth step is if you see your role in things, you're gonna see self's role in things. You are. If you don't look at your role, you're not going to see self's role because self's roles is taken to be your role. <laughs> You've got to look at your role to see what is and what ain't. Yeah. So a lot of people leave before the fourth. What do you think that is? I would say the parasite is running the show. It has no intention of having the light uh, pointed in its direction. Yeah. And you know, the head 
has a lot of pride. I'll tell you, when I came in and they told me, first of all, the terminal uniqueness was unbelievable. It was so thick. I can't believe I could see anything. Like it was unbelievable. <laughs> but when that started to unwind, <laughs> oh, what was that? I was going to go somewhere. I forgot. The terminal uniqueness got me. It was, yeah, that was an extreme level. Or having, having your own bus or other people having your own bus. Oh, no, no, that, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, you can do that now. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, if, for Mitch, yeah, everyone here who's in recovery, just go to page 64, the third paragraph, and read the sentence and see its position, which is right before you go into the working step. The first one, the fourth step, doing a basic inventory, yeah, and says, "All right, being convinced is the requirement. That's the requirement. They're stating the requirement before they go into these this stuff. They go being convinced. So, doesn't matter. Why not just say, yeah? Doesn't matter if you are or not, because it could be your head talking. All right, let's just take your being. You're convinced. You're being convinced. Self manifested in various ways. Self." manifested in various ways is what has defeated us self and us are obviously not the same yeah us would be different than self self doesn't have us i mean actually self has us us doesn't have a self but self has us yeah so self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us that's you need to be convinced of and how do you get convinced of that? By doing an inventory, maybe. So it says, all right, if you're convinced of this, we're going to look at its, meaning self's common manifestations. Next paragraph is resentment. And then it goes to fear. Then it goes to harming, uh, harming people in the pursuit of what you want. So we look at the sexual arena. Yeah. Those three categories, what? To see how self is us. How? By seeing its manifestations. Because we can't see self because there isn't any. Yeah. Yeah. But we can see the manifestations. So we're gonna we're gonna get that which can't be taken a picture of will become noticeable by seeing the manifestations, seeing it not to us, but to self. That's the point. Yeah. So all right, we start doing the inventory. So the main intent is to see how self defeated us by looking at its manifestations. So we could recognize the defeat when it's happening. And when it's happening, we could call its way it's defeating us, not ours. Yeah. That's where the relief is. The relief isn't from resentment, it's from my resentment, really. See? So you stop living in the habit of calling self's manifestations yours. It's a very, very defining point because it's at the beginning of point yeah either you're going to see something or you're going to be looking from it those are the options really. either you're going to see the selfing or you're going to feel like a self and that would be looking from it that's what's going to happen now you'll feel like a self but now you have the you have this idea this possibility you may not be that so you then you can do a fearless and thorough inventory because it's really not of you you can be super thorough and, and fearless about 
resentments and fears and acting out in the pursuit of sex because it wasn't, if they're not yours, yes? If they're person. yours, you're gonna hide. Hmm? Yes, in a way. So now you can do it, you see it, and then you come up with some information in recovery. You share it with a person the first step, and then you have the eyes to see through six and seven. When something is appearing that's not of you, you bring it to this higher power. So I'm entirely ready to have this, which I'm noticing right now, that used to be called me. I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured by something greater than myself. I can't seem to do it, or I would have, obviously. Yeah, that's six and seven. Why is it so hard for that, for that stream to get some flow in it? Yeah, it just seems to get diverted every time we've been sharing it for 20 something years, just to, just to get it established where you see the manifestation of self as, as a foreign thing, not just for 10 minutes, but for days and days. And it becomes a view that you have your whole life after that, instead of getting diverted after a day or two and going back to the, the lazy, my resentments, my fears, my harm, how are you going out of something. If Stanley is manifesting shit through me and I keep calling them mine, I'm identified as Stanley, obviously. Though I feel like I'm Paul, in all action, I'm identified as Stanley. I'm calling Stanley me as it's moving through me. You know, let's, don't you see that as an important? It's not even a fork in the road. It's, the be, it's before the forks, yeah? It's like, it's so important. That's why I never, I never left this point over the years because he told me, if you don't do this, you're gonna be looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, yes. The self that has defeated Well, it comes from, it's, well, it's nature is mental. Yes. And it's an idea basically that's being presented all day, like the audience, let's say a silent audience, and that audience is watching a show, and then the show seems to become interactive, and when you get up on the stage, the part of getting up on the stage is you forget that you're the audience, yeah, and this is called maybe an 80-year play or a 90-year play, nothing ever really happened, but in the appearances, you're living as if you're the actor that's going through the turmoils and tribulations of the movie, what movie you're in. Because, you know, you have maybe a love part and a war part and a, whatever. Yeah, but you're the star that goes to each different genre of movie. I don't even care where it's coming from. Of course it is. It's all a part of us. Yeah, but see, if a part of us was gets the whole of us, then the rest of us needs to look at that, don't you? So if a part of us was saying it's the whole of us, then the rest of us need to look at that part. And if you need, if you want to get a good look at that part, I would make it something other than you. This is very difficult to see one fabric from another in a sweater. Yeah if they're all the same color. So let's make it something else. Yeah, see it as something other than us. And then it gets minimized. And then it fits back in to the rightful little square hole or yes.
Don't you feel like it's a condition from the condition? Belief systems, world ideas, yeah. trauma. Um, everything's everything's geared from that condition. Like, well, of course, because it's it doesn't have much length. It's only going to seemingly live for 90-something years. Yeah? That's, so it's busy. <laughs> it's got, it doesn't, you know? That's why it, a lot of people have a very difficult time, not with dying, but with the fear of dying, because the thing's got plans. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, I'm going to withhold my whole life, but I want a lot of more time to withhold until that one special thing shows up and then I'll embrace it. Yeah. So yeah, it's sort of lollygags until the time starts to go, oh no, like I'm fucking <laughs> so it's agitated, agitated. The thing is it has nothing to do with it. it is, there's a there's an activity here that puts the emphasis on what whatever is drawing the interest and attention which is us. So we're the audience. See, there's the movie, all the parts, but the interest and attention of the audience is highlighting the movie. So if there's one character in it that's called you, the interest and attention, and if it follows this, if, if it swallows that pill, that's me, then there's a lack of following the whole movie and an emphasis on that one character, yes? And then suddenly the emphasis starts taking itself to be real and wants, wants like permanent blinders for an 80 year run, so to speak. It wants it to become very myopic. So anytime you entertain the possibility of anything different, you entertain it as it. Or anytime you entertain getting out of it, you, got, you entertain getting out of it as it. So it extends itself, yeah? But again, like the Course would always say, nothing ever happened. And the God of mind, he had a crazy idea for a nanosecond, and we're in that loop. <laughs> so we're seemingly a frequency that went off the reservation that's still pulsating somewhere. It's like you're looping, but the mind of God's moved on. It's completely, nothing's happened. So, yeah. But it sure seems like it's happening. Yes, that's the thing, because we're here. How might how just like in a dream, there's a tiger. The tiger is very threatening because of your ideas of tigers, yeah. And so you're really afraid. But when you wake up, you're not because the you recognize the tiger was a dream. There was no real tiger. So its effects end when you wake up. They extend while you're not awake. But when you wake up from the dream, the tiger isn't usually scaring you that much. First of all, you probably forget most of it. Yeah? Yeah. This has some of that quality now, in a way. We don't have a day to follow this dream, the dreaming. This is called the awake dreaming. Yeah? We don't have a day.
it's a mixing of it. Yeah. I mean, completely distinctly contrary to this, how this thing happens. Hmm? No, the overdoses. When I went into overdoses, blackouts or something else, overdoses were some of them you'd be dead. Yeah, until then they came and shot you up with the Narcan. And then you come immediately back. And then, I mean, there was nothing to grab the ring with you. It's like when you're there, you're all there. When you're here, you're seemingly all here. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, I brought something back. Maybe you have those near death experiences and they did bring something back, but it was nothing. Yeah. Mine was just angry. Because usually there would be police when I came at two. And that was definitely the same old, same old movie. Yeah, and I was super pissed. <laughs> there is nothing like uh, coming to out of an overdose and see the police. It's Obama. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> <laughs> Complete bummer. But who who was bummed out? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, let's end, eh? Is that all right? Everyone there, Mike? Is that okay?